Hey guys, welcome to the show. I see things a little differently. I am the Slow Chemical. This is your uh, prediction show for Worlds in. Um, and yeah, I don't know, guys. I'm just uh, after Dynamite. I lost a lot of um, interest in the show. If I'm being honest with you, because of the way things ended. Like I don't know. Like I really, I don't know. But like. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was talking to JT. I messaged him a little bit, and I said, "Yeah, man, like the continental the continental classic to me has been great, you know. Um, and honestly, it's been a story of Eddie Kingston. Essentially, he's gonna, you know, we're gonna get to the prediction soon, but I feel like this has been his story to tell. Um, also, other stories as well. But then you have the the Keith Lee thing, and all this is very strange to me. And <clears throat> so I'm still gonna watch it." Um, and there still will be a show on Sunday. I'm going to watch it on Saturday. Probably not recorded until Sunday uh, morning. Uh, because the AEW shows tend to go a little long. So I'm probably going to watch it, digest it, and then record it on Sunday. So that way it will be up Sunday. Um, then on Monday, the brand new year, just so you guys know, there is a Monday show. Um, that's already recorded. Uh, it is the prediction show. For 2024, so it'll be the first show of 2024. Uh, we have a Wednesday show recorded up until the end of January, but even then, I'm going to start watching Invincible this weekend. Um, I believe all the episodes are out for season two, so I'm going to watch that and give my review of it. I'm also going to finish the retrospective of 24. I've gotten up to season four, I didn't start recording season four. Um, but otherwise, like, Wednesday shows are off and running, guys. Like, I, let me tell you something. That's been, outside of Crit being the most listened to podcast I had all last year, all this year, um, that, the Wednesday show taking off the way it has, I can't thank you guys enough. It's been, everything's been going up, so I appreciate that. I, I definitely put in hard work to bring things and listen, bring different things to the table, bring different people to the table, but also listen to what you guys are saying and also like, just go with what, you know, I like to talk about as well, you know? Um, and you guys have known, I've, I've said multiple times, how 24 is my favorite show of all time, so I'm glad you guys want to hear about it, but so I can't wait to really get that up the, on the board and, and go, but see, that's it, and I, I want to tell this to you guys again, because I've been getting hit up a lot, the reason why I've not put it out is because in the past, I've done the retrospectives, and it's been, like, interrupted, so it'll be, like, two weeks of the retrospective, and then it'll be, well, we have a movie coming out, we have this, when I do the retrospective, it's going to be straight two months of that's it on the Wednesday show, so um, that's why I, I'm thinking started in February, it won't end till uh, what, April, middle of April, maybe May, um, but it's just going to be straight every Wednesday, that's what it is, and I'm going to actually look at the calendar and see if there's any Marvel, I don't think there's any Marvel movies or anything coming out until late next year, or out there's definitely not a DC movies coming out until late next year, so uh, more than likely that's what's going to be, but I'll let you guys know um, when we get to that point, but um, yeah, let's continue this prediction, rolled in, we have 10 matches, uh, I'm assuming two will be on the pre-show, I'm assuming the Willer Yuta Hook FTW Championship match will be on the pre-show, and I'm also assuming the 20-man battle royal, the winner will get a shot at the TNT Championship anytime, any place will be on the pre-show as well. As of this recording, which is Thursday, it will, this will drop on Friday, um, I actually don't know who's in this match, the Battle Royal, so I have no prediction on that. Um, so yeah, I can't help you guys there, but yeah, um, essentially that's 
I have no thoughts there. Um, because this is for the FTW Championship and Wheeler Yuta is already the pure champion, I don't see them making him a double champion, so I'm going to go with Hook retaining that FTW Championship. It makes no sense for them to change the title. I just It's not really a real title uh, or a recognized title, excuse me, uh, but I have Hook retaining. Um, the eight-man tag, essentially you have Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara, Darby Allin, Sting versus the Callis family. I'm going to go Sting and Darby Allin and Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara winning that match. But we know why this happened. This happened because Kenny Omega uh, got di- uh, diverticulitis and they don't know how long he's going to be out. And so they had to pivot. And even though Chris Jericho had said he was going to cash in his tag team championship opportunity, uh, that's not what they're going with, obviously. So, yeah. But I'm going to go with Sting's team getting the victory. Um, we have the main event, which I'm going to wait for until later. Um, I have John Moxley versus Eddie Kingston in the Continental Classic Finals. I'm going to go with Eddie Kingston. Clearly the comeback story. He's going to be a Triple Crown champion. He's, this is just the year of Eddie. Now, this, this year will end with it being his the guy who couldn't win the big one to now the guy who can't lose the big one. Uh, he defeated Brian Danielson. He'll defeat John Moxley. And here's the thing that's actually interesting is Moxley actually <laughs> was this was actually pretty smart. Moxley brought the pass when when during his first run as AEW champion, he had a brutal I quit match with uh, Eddie Kingston for the AEW World Heavyweight Championship. I believe the finish was like him putting barbed wire around Kenny. I mean, um, around uh, Eddie Kingston's mouth or something like that or neck or whatever it was. But this is. This is his year. This is Eddie's year. He's going to be a triple crown champion. Um, and that's the way the story I don't. Now, here's my thing. Where do you... I'm assuming Eddie Kingston's not then going to be all over the place at that point. He's going to be in New Japan. He's going to be here. We know where Daniel Bryan's going. Bryan Danielson's going. He's going to wrestle Kingdom to face uh, Kazuka Okada. We know where he's going. We know where Moxley's going. He's going to the Tokyo Dome as well to challenge Will Ospreay. Uh, for the new global championship and a triple threat match against David Finley as well. So we know these two are going uh, in the future with their feuds as far as uh, outside the company. We don't know what this means for Eddie Kingston as far as like where he's going to be next, but I'm assuming this title, these titles are going to make him go all over the place. I think they're going to need to eventually make it one title um, because at this point, him walking around with three titles is ridiculous. He walks around with two. Well, he doesn't walk around anything right now, but he's going to walk around with three titles. Um, but I do have A. Kingston winning the first ever Continental Classic, and I think it will be a hell of a match. Tony Storm defending the AEW Women's Championship against Riho. Timeless Tony Storm's time is nowhere near up with that championship. She's going to retain, and Riho is just a small uh, body in there to give to Tony until I think J- Jamie Hayter comes back, honestly. Um, and look, Jamie Hayter should be back in February, February or March. I wouldn't be surprised if she comes back in February and challenges in March. Not saying she'll win the first match, but I wouldn't be surprised if that's where this is going. Adam Copeland challenging for the second time for the TNT Championship in a no-disqualification match against Christian Cage. Um, whew, this one's tough. I, put, I circled Adam Copeland because he's going to get a title. Like, I'm surprised, I'm truly surprised WWE did not give him one. Like, I, no one's more surprised than me. But I don't know, what do you do with Adam Copeland if he loses two times, if he loses twice in a row, there's no reason that 
Christian should defend the title against him again. You know, um, I don't know. I don't honestly. This whole world's end pay per view is the end of this year for story. All these matches. If you look at all these matches for the most part. It's the end of feuds. I would say with the exception of Miro versus Andrade, everything else is the end of feuds. So, like, this means January 3rd, the first Dynamite of the new year, this means that uh, we're going to have a brand new path for everybody, essentially. I don't expect to see Moxley or or, uh, Brian Danielson on that show because they're going to be in New Japan. uh, Or in Japan, excuse me. But I don't know where anything's going right now. So, really, th- that's what's still keeping me on the hook and, t- and intriguing me is the fact that this is leg- this is a perfect title for essentially these stories as well. This is the end of a lot of feuds. So, I don't know where you go with this. I- I- I'm picking a- I'm a pick Adam Copeland just because I, I can't imagine them beating him twice. Uh, even though it is no disqualification, I would assume Adam Copeland's going to have some kind of help. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm gonna say Adam Copeland is your new TNT champion, which then means a heel is gonna win that battle royal. So, and maybe, and because of the way it's, and here's the thing, I would be very weary of the way that's worded. Because in the promotional piece that they have for this 20 man battle royal, the promotional piece says the winner gets a shot at the TNT championship anytime, anywhere. That makes me curious as to like, them getting their shot, maybe even at World's End. And that's how you get Adam Copeland from one feud to the next. Or Christian Cage from one feud to the next, you know? Uh, but I'm a, I don't like this pick, but I'm going to go Adam Copeland just because I just don't see them beating him twice. For the TBS championship, Julia Hart in her first defense of that championship will go against Abaddon. This is Abaddon's first ever shot at the TNT championship. I don't think we've ever seen Abaddon on a pay-per-view before. I was thinking about this. Abaddon has taken some some large breaks. I know when Abaddon was first coming on, she was kind of thicker, and she had lost some weight. Um, so I know that was a thing. Then she's been out. Uh, she wasn't on ROH. I don't know if it was an injury or not, but I don't remember ever seeing her on a paper. I know she's challenged for the Women's Championship before when uh, I think it was Sheeta's first title rank because no one was in the building. So I know she's challenged for the women's championship before, but that was on a dynamite. This is her first title match on a pay-per-view. Let's just say that. Uh, but she's not going to win. Julia Hart's going to retain this women's championship. Uh, it's way too soon to take that belt off of her. She has a lot, a lot of steam left. I can see Julia Hart having that title until all out. I can see that for sure. In the most long overdue grudge match of all time, you have Keith Lee challenging Swerve Strickland. And here's what I'm thinking about this. I've had people ask my opinion on this. I think Keith Lee wasn't fully healthy from that COVID attack he had in WWE. I know that was a couple years before. But I think when he got to AEW, then putting him in the tag teams and then and then, then trying to transition him into a singles, I think he I think he was like not fully there yet. Because the thing about this, when he when him and Swerve broke up, he went into a tag team with Dustin Rhodes. He did everything but singles. And then they have him come back, and now he's wrestling Brian Cage in matches. Like, and Brian Cage can go, you know. So like, he he legitimately has been all over the place in singles. And apparently, this according to Dave Meltzer, this was made at this this plan to get Lee versus Swerve was made at uh, Full Gear. 
It was never supposedly it was never supposed to be three matches between Swerve and uh, Hangman. They made a decision. I'm assuming it had to be health related. I, it had to be health related because uh, he, he looks good now. He look he looks different. Lee looks really motivated now, um, and maybe because he knows he's fully healthy. So and look here, that's that's a good thing. But Swerve is turning into a, he's turning into a babyface right now, and people like Swerve and he's he's he is he's on a different level than Keith Lee right now. If this was a year ago, Lee would be winning this match. But because we are where we are now and Swerve is just at another level, Swerve is winning this match. Would I be surprised with the booking of AEW if they put a win on Keith Lee? No, I wouldn't. I don't think it's the smart move to do that, though. And I don't think they will. So I'm going to go with Swerve Strickland to get the win and honestly keep momentum going. I could. Here's my thing. Well, I'll get to that in a second. And before we get to the main event, we have Andrade versus Miro. I think this match is going to be fucking fantastic. This could steal the show. If they get time, they, you know, usually everyone gets time on these fucking pay-per-views, AEW. So I, I'm going to go there. I, I see a lot of people picking Miro. I'm going to go with Andrade. I think this is the only match on this card where a feud's not ending, it's starting. And I think you beat Andrade here, then where does that take you? I think Andrade's gonna get the win, and this will keep Miro. He's gonna he's gonna get angrier and angrier. I mean, Miro's like the fucking Hulk. The, the more you beat him up or hit him, the more he's angrier he gets, the stronger he gets. I see this being a three match um, feud, and I think Andrade gets the first one. Now I know the rumors of Andrade's contract coming up. He's leaving. Let's let's make let me make this perfectly clear because I keep saying this. Expect a lot of AEW departures this year. Expect Ricky Starks to leave. Expect Andrade to leave. They are both WWE bound. Uh, I know Drew McIntyre's contract's up. Seth Rollins' contract is up. Becky Lynch, those three aren't going anywhere. They're staying right where they are. They're lifers. Um, And look, it it was reported that uh, Sasha Banks wants the most money in women's history for, for a contract because Charlotte Flair just signed apparently the most lucrative deal in women's wrestling history. No one knows numbers or have even speculated about the numbers, but apparently Sasha Banks is asking for more. And that's probably why, uh, Tony constant, mm, let's not sign this. But I, I, I would still try to get her in for a match or two, but who knows? Uh, she might be asking for so much to do the match that WWE might just, <laughs> If they're willing to pay it, you know, TKO, look here, if they're, if they're paying this kind of money, TKO is, and look here, gotta get, your, gotta get your bread, but I would expect some of your favorites to leave w, uh, AEW, so, I remember when I first saw the report, I was like, well, then take him off TV, you know, uh, depending on when his contract's up, but that's not how Tony Khan works, Tony Khan works you until the end, he doesn't usually release people, but anyways, I, I still think Andrade's getting this win, I think it's gonna be a three-match feud, I really do. Um, before we get to the last part of this, Sean Spears, speaking of leaving, has announced that he's leaving AEW. He thanked the company. He's also having his second child with Cass, uh, Cassie Lee. Uh, so congratulations to those two as well. Um, but yeah, uh, now we have the, the main event, which I am no longer looking forward to, except for the end. MJF defends the AEW World Heavyweight Championship against Samoa Joe. Joe showed that he was working with the devil. At the end of the, at the end of Dynamite, uh, MJF uh, lost the ROH Tag Team Championships, probably to the Kingdom. And what ended up happening was Joe looked like he was hurt. Joe came out, 
and at the end on and on the big screen it said it was a pleasure doing business with you mjf was like what are you talking about samojo then takes a steel chair to the back of mjf and holds the aew heavyweight championship up so that token run i thought samoa joe's gonna get i don't think it's gonna happen anymore i would love to see it i still would love to be surprised and see it i know this is gonna be the this this match for me i will be on the edge of my seat praying to god that joe, that joe does get it i just don't see it anymore look here what can still happen i'm still picking mjf but what can still happen is the devil reveals he himself or herself and it surprises mjf so much samoa joe then gets the victory and wins the title no matter what the winner of this match is losing the AEW World Heavyweight Championship to Swerve Strickland. So let's let me make that perfectly clear. The winner is only winning to lose the championship to um uh, at Revolution to Swerve Strickland. Without that's the way it should be. Period. Bottom line. But I'm gonna go with MJF, and I'm going to go with the fact that I think the Devil will be revealed, and I think the Devil as at this point it's pretty obvious it's Adam Cole. It's like it, it's pretty obvious it is. Like, I don't see how it could be anybody else, you know? I know people were saying, people were saying Britt Baker. I don't know how that makes any sense as far as, like, I, I, don't, her, I don't know where the... I would need to hear the promo that she cuts afterwards. I feel like there is no other option here. Adam Cole had the, the mask in the background. Adam Cole, you know, injured himself. Air quotes, I'm doing air quotes. You can't see me doing air quotes. Adam Cole was the one who said, yeah, trust Samoa Joe and blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, I don't know, dude. I just, I'm not disappointed at all. Um, it will definitely give MJF something to do. Look here, if, if this reveal is Adam Cole, then Joe should win that token championship run. Because that way, because that feud then won't need the title. Because now we're getting deeper into the feud of we were friends, you beat me, and now I've been planning this. You know what I'm saying? Um, and you don't need to keep the belt on him for that. Plus, MJF is legitimately hurt. So you can, take, you can take him off the road for a little bit while, while you let Adam Cole explain himself. F, he's really injured. Anyways, um, that is the predictions, you guys. I will talk to you guys on Sunday where we'll have the review of AEW Worlds In, the first ever Worlds In pay-per-view from AEW. And also, we'll talk to you again for the prediction show on the new year. So see you guys on that side. And then we will have brand new episodes. Me come back to the weekly reviews and stuff. The following week, which should be January 8th. So I am the Slow Chemical. Also look out for the match of the month. The first match of the month of the year will be a Royal Rumble um, themed uh, match of the month. But anyways, I am the Slow Chemical. This is I See Things a Little Differently. We are out. <laughs>